Good evening, beautiful people. Bobby the Awesome here. I just left group, so I guess it's time to do a little more step five work since I'm in a recovery frame of mind. <laughs> okay, so we were working on step five because it's May. And step five is admitted to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. So in this exercise, honesty, open-mindedness, and humility are the three keys to making step five smooth and productive. I picked this tonight because humility is in here about half a dozen times. <laughs> and I'll explain why. Are you more honest, open-minded, and humble after working step four? I... I think I'm equal, honest, and open. I've been that way for a while. And humble, I'm struggling with, which is part of why I want to talk about it, because I'm struggling with it. I, um, Because of all these classes and the things that I'm doing in the communities I'm in, a lot of what we talk about is building confidence and belief in ourselves and I'm finding it very difficult to see what that line is between confidence where you sound like a jerk versus, you know, does it come across as, as pompous versus humble? I don't know. I'm getting stuck on that a little bit. And it's funny because humble was... Uh, something that we talked about in Kansas GA a lot. Like I remember <laughs> Brian one night bringing in a whole like article about humility and he had picked the topic for me. So I must have always come across as very, um, I'm going to go with confident <laughs> instead of unhumble. I don't know what unhumble would be. Uh, the next question, in what ways? In what ways are you not what ways are you more honest, open, and humble? And like I said, I think I've been honest and open-minded for quite a while. I think one of the biggest things that an epiphany that I've kind of had over the last few weeks, and, and this is through some of the work I'm doing, is I, I need to feel very, and I, I do, and I am very grateful for this, and I haven't said this out loud to too many people, but I have been given, like, this gift or calling or whatever it is to hang out with you guys, right? So I'm very unique in my recovery experience, you know, having access to different states, different GA in different states and inpatient and then the center here in New York. So all that's great, but if I didn't have the persistence and personality, you know, to go, okay, I'm going to start a podcast and start a podcast, or I'm going to take this classwork and I'm going to stick with the classwork. And be even if I'm not 100% confident all the time, I'm still being very brave in putting myself out here. I mean, I could barely say the V word, 
you know, three years ago. I, I don't I don't even know. I've probably only been using it for about two or two years. And now <laughs> I'm going to be in a podcast in the fall called Vulnerable, um, that crazy V word. So I think that I'm coming a long way with that. And I, I'm sure you can understand now that I'm kind of explaining it, how it gets confusing or how it could be confusing to me, the difference between what it looks like to be humble and confident versus, you know, cocky and egotistical because it really is. It's a gift to be here with you. It's it's a gift to be brave enough to, you know, to work towards this and and to be able to be here and hopefully for you in, in whatever way that looks like. What relationships, activities, realizations, and choices have contributed to your growth in these areas? Uh, my biggest, well, hmm. Okay, so it's interesting. The last time I did step four before last month with you guys was when I was in treatment where I did it really like down and dirty. And... There was a lot of things that I had told the chaplain and in my mind, okay, now that they're done, it was like a clean slate. And like I just got rid of this stuff, like the bad behavior. Like now I said it and as long as I don't do more bad behavior, I don't have to necessarily relive it. So that was pre the last relationship I was in. Fast forward to doing step four with you guys. Now that relationship has ended and I'm in a different place completely. And now my opportunity areas, I think, you know, my step four defects look a little different. And my growth is a little different because I would have said, and I don't know that I did, I can't remember exactly, um, but if I had said to the chaplain, one of my defects is I don't allow myself to be vulnerable. But on the other side of this relationship, I d did learn how to be vulnerable. I, I did learn how to, you know, communicate better where that might have been a defect before. So I'm, I'm really glad that I got to take another inventory with you guys and you know, as I still continue to sort through whatever that two and a half years of my life was, um, it gives me, I, I said it all along, even when things were so horrible last year, that I was so grateful because I, I recognize so many of the things I learned. But even now with a little bit more clear brain, um, I, I can see it even more. And I hope, you know, I'll, I'll continue to try to get better at, at things. You know, in, in group we just talked about, I talked about the frustration I'm still <laughs> feeling <laughs> about what happened last week, or I guess it was more than a week ago now with my brother, and um, I kind of gave them an update and stuff. And I don't want to stay stuck, you know. I need to... I need to keep moving on and I need to not create character defects or revisit old ones because that situation isn't swell. You know, like I have a few weeks ago, I had done some cleaning around here and I made because he was moving into a new apartment. I've made him um, 
a couple boxes of stuff and things like I go to BJ's, right? So I have three big tubes of toothpaste and three big things of Q-tips, things like that that I had put in there. And, you know, there is a part of me that actually thought for a minute, oh, I could be vindictive and I can keep this stuff. Like, screw him. He doesn't think I want to help him or, you know, that I care or whatever. I don't even need to bring this shit down to him, you know? Um, and then I was like, no, that's not who I want to be. So that's maybe I am a little more open and honest or open minded. Self aware might be the right word. Trying to figure that stuff out as I go. I, I guess I don't know all the components that would make me who I want to be when I grow up some more, I guess. However, I can hear the voices whenever there's a behavior or a thought that doesn't align with who I want to be. It's very clear that voice is like, yo, Bobby, hey, you don't want to be that person. You want to be Bobby the Awesome. You can't, you can't do that way. And that was something I just said in, in group two was that one of my accountability things is practicing what I preach. You know, I'll sit in a group and someone will be having real feelings, but I might see them as wrong or... I might see the situation without the emotional attachment and I'm pretty blunt about it. So, you know, I tell them the truth is I see it on the outside and I try to be just as blunt with myself and I tell myself, well, you have to practice what you preach. If you were preaching to somebody in the room that they should do X, Y, Z, well, then you need to do X, Y, Z. So it's, it's, interesting so that's where relationships and realizations kind of came in the next thing asks us to <clears throat> this must be one of the writing books but to write about how you intend to keep yourself honest open-minded and humble as you take action I think my strategies would be well honest you know I've been a million percent transparent with you guys and I will continue to do that and things like being here with you every morning and every night are are what keep me being able to be honest you know if this was a situation where um I got so distressed by you know being cooped up and I knew you know a, a way to gamble or whatever you you would know that something wasn't right if after 37 or 38 days of every morning and every night talking to you you know something wasn't right so and that's just an example maybe you wouldn't because this isn't you know live time but the the point of by being accountable and showing your face where you need to show your face uh-oh Sorry, my thing's going to go wacky. Um, I don't want music to jump all over this. I guess I'm going over my time limit. Anyway, totally lost my train of thought. So I guess I'll finish up this page and be on our merry way. Oh, how do you intend to keep yourself that way? So I think whether it's group or with you or family and friends, just being, if I'm being honest truthfully honest and I'm aligning with people that I should have in my life they're gonna help keep me in check and and open-minded 
you know, with their feedback and stuff. Now I've, I've built enough relationships and boundaries and, and, you know, I don't really hide. So people would, would almost keep me honest, literally. So the person with whom you do step five should fill two needs. He or she should have the wisdom and experience to receive your admittance in a helpful, supportive, and nurturing way. And he or she should be someone you can trust to respect your confidentiality. So they're saying don't just do it with, you know, the first person you connect with over coffee at group or a meeting or whatever and and. I wouldn't suggest doing it with anybody outside of the recovery world other than um, clergy. And and the ideas that the book gives us is it could be a sponsor, a member of the clergy, a mentor, a counselor, a close friend. Again, I think I think close friend it depends. I'm I'm open like I could I could do it to Tara just as easily as I did it to the chaplain dude, so um but that's the kind of friends that we have. But I, I've also dragged her to recovery activities. So, um, yeah, just be careful. It could be someone in the GA program or another 12-step program. It could be someone who's familiar with the steps or not. The choice is yours. And then the final things to think about. Have you decided whom you will admit the exact natures of your wrongs? Why are you choosing that person? And if you have not chosen a specific person, write about the qualities you want the person to have. That way it might help you choose. And let's just say that you randomly started with listening at this episode or um, somewhere where you didn't catch us doing step work. Every month there is, I, I speak to whatever month step it is. So if you wanted to work on some of the step work yourself and explore it. Maybe, you know, you're not ready to spill the beans to someone, but start exploring it. There's a little bit of guidance and my thoughts on it that you're welcome to check out. Okay, I went over my time and I guess I'm going to go to bed really soon so that we can go for our bike ride in the morning. There we go, giving you some more accountability. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I will see you in the morning.